everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are officially uncorked and unfiltered. Woo! Rebrand. Rebranded, people. We are so excited. Um, not much is really probably changing except our title. Mm-hmm. And we now have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited. Um, we just want to say thanks to everyone who's listened to us, you know, so far. Um, and we're just ready to like turn this leaf from the quarantine and like continue having fun and um, doing this podcast together. Oh, also really quick. I just want to give a birthday shout out to my broski, Ryan. He, it was his, yesterday was his birthday. So happy birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday. Woo. Woo. Thanks for being a loyal fan. (laughs) Yes. We appreciate and love you and your sushi. Yes. And even though you are Taylor's brother and you have no choice but to listen to it, um, we appreciate it. <laughs> so we have a lot to do this episode. Um, we're going to have, you know, some hot takes and kind of talk about what's been happening in the world. And it's been messy AF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AF. <laughs> um, so yeah, probably some like dark dark things to talk about first, but then, you know, we're going to go back up and we are so excited because we've decided that we are hosting our own award show since no award shows are happening lately because of Corona. Snaps for us. Snaps for us. And drum roll, please. We have our very first guest coming on later in this episode. Her name is Tori and she is the host of ready to be petty podcast. Um, We love her podcast. It's so much fun. And she's from Canada and she's going to be joining us a little later and be doing the award show with us. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. I feel it. Me too. I'm pumped. (laughs) Um, Me too. Yeah, I feel like we just got to get right into this, Taylor, because we need to discuss this. I know. (laughs) Dossi. I know. Has been fired from Vanderpump Rules. She's been fired. She lost all of her sponsors. Her podcast is done. Her PR firm dropped her. Her I agent. I mean, basically, her agent, basically everything. Everyone except gone. for Bo. Literally. So why don't Pretty you explain um, to our peeps who aren't familiar with her scandal, like what's been going on with her? So Basically, back in 2018, there was some drama on the show. Um, Jax had cheated on Britney with this girl, Faith. And um, Stassi and Kristen, the mean girls that they are, for some reason called... Well, not for some reason. um, They... I guess there was a photo going around of this woman um, that was African-American and she was, I think, stealing cars or she was yeah, doing I think something. Was something. Yeah, and the police were after her and they decided to call the cops and say that it was Faith. And that is very much not okay. Yeah, and it very clearly was not Faith. Like, it was, Very you know, race, racially profiling because the yeah. person in the in the pictures is black and Faith is black, and um, it's very clear that they just wanted to be mean. Yeah, um, but yeah, then I guess they went on and like she talked about it on a podcast and kind of like made a joke about it, saying that they're detectives and 
this and that. Yeah. But this happened in 2018, right? And it was, I think it was like a dress on the reunion and she had to apologize. Yeah, it, it did happen in 2018. Um, there's like other things too that Stassi had done in her past that have come more to light now with everything going on. So yeah. it's just not, it's just not good. Right. And um, so Bravo decided to get rid of her and Kristen and then Brett and Max who had um, a few years ago made very um, racially inappropriate tweets. Um, they fired them as well. And yeah, they're kind of just like cleaning house a little Seriously. bit. Seriously, I feel like this yeah. is huge for Vanderpump. Like, I feel like this is just going to change the entire dynamic of the show. Having, yeah. You know, people that are, their storylines are like, cause like Stassi all next season, we would assume was going to be Stassi planning her wedding and having yep. the wedding in Rome. Yeah. And, like, Kristen, if she was going to be invited or not, because they're not really friends anymore. So oh, that okay. Was yeah, so that would have been a, another storyline there. So, yeah. Crazy. It's, it's no more. I know. I hope, I hope she takes, you know, the time that she needs to kind of, like, educate herself and, you know, do what everyone's doing right now and just learning and listening and growing. Yeah. Um. But we'll see. I don't know. She's she's silent on all her social medias, so I, no one knows what she's up to. Right. She's I mean, I would ghosted. imagine she's probably very distraught at this moment. I I can only assume that she did not see this coming. Yeah, I don't think so. I I did read articles today. I guess they came out, and it said like her and Kristen were both shocked that they had been like let go from this, and it's kind of like well. Why would you be shocked? Like that was yeah. not a good thing to do. Like Right, I know. Like yeah. I mean, I think they assumed because it happened in the past that mm-hmm. and because it was already addressed that they probably were like, Well, yeah. it's done with and not in today's age. I mean, you are not nope. gonna get away with anything anymore. And when Faith no, you know, shed light on it again, I think she was on a podcast and talked about it like last week. It was done. Like it was like no. Yeah. Cause social yeah. media is like so powerful lately. I mean, in, in ways of like how things have, you know, been changed with George Floyd's case and now like Breonna Taylor trying to get those cops, you know, um, Mm -hmm. convicted. Uh, I feel like social media, when people speak up and people are loud on Twitter and stuff, like you can't ignore that. And Bravo was like, we can't, we can't ignore this. Yeah. I mean, we'll see like Jax has, done and said horrible things as well and him. he's still on the show i hate him too but i've hated him for a very long time i've like so, not even seen i've not even watched it all the way through and the episodes i've seen every time i say to eric my roommate i hate this guy this guy sucks <laughs> yeah i want to say he was really bad in the beginning and then he kind of gets better but like he doesn't <laughs> like yeah, he pretty and- much stays the same shitty human being forever and i've like read like he's like super homophobic in like a way mm-hmm. that is like baffling that in 2020 someone is vocal like this yeah I mean some of the stuff that he had even said to like one of his castmates Ariana this season on the show I was like how is he still on tv like that's not okay you can't say that kind of stuff he needs a reality check he needs to talk about doing some like serious self-reflecting and learning and growing but like he's old (laughs) yeah he's not he's not changing 
he's so stubborn. I just feel like he's one of those people that's like never going to change. But then you know what? He then needs to get fired too. Like, you know, if Vanderpump is going to now like be accountable for their castmates, they can't just go halfway. Do you know, a hundred percent then like, it's not, it's not a good look. Like, Mm-mm. yeah, like applause for, you know, like not letting them get away with this, but like, it's not a good look then if you're just picking and choosing who you want to boot. If like other people in the cast are, st- are still have proof that they're, you know, racist and homophobic and you're not doing anything. I know. I know. Crazy. I think, I know. Well, I apparently, say- Bravo's, apparently Bravo's taking like a, like there's no um, housewives being like no new episodes are coming on now until July for like New York and for uh, Beverly Hills, which is playing right now. And everyone's kind of like, is, is there going to be more firings? Like, are there more announcements coming? Are they kind of just laying low? Like no one really knows what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I can say without saying that I know a bunch of people that work at like TV networks and stuff. And I've heard from them that shows that are airing soon like episodes of different shows like especially reality tv they basically are like re-editing it and going through it and making sure there's not anything that they would get in trouble for so i think that, that makes sense it. that yeah. makes sense yeah everyone was That'd like walking on their tiptoes like they know that like you you show that you know like mm-hmm. you step the wrong way and it's like no you're fucking done yeah and i just wish i mean i i fully understand like consequences need to needed to happen and stuff like that I just I just wish it could have been more of like a teaching experience like I feel like everyone needs to like learn and like I guess I guess this is a good way to teach them I'm like don't you know what you do has consequences and these are the consequences yeah. for your actions but I just feel like society is just hating them now and it's like I fully get they were wrong no part of what they did was right but like do they deserve to be completely like shut up or do they deserve to be like okay we fucked up we need to learn themselves yeah like maybe be accountable and like sit there and say like I'm gonna make myself better and here's how and like show everyone how but I don't know cancel culture is a crazy thing no, it is crazy. And I do agree that there needs to be more communication with public figures and celebrities. Like, yeah, obviously it's a hell of a punishment for these people. They are done for. But I wish that there we would be – they would not be forced, but, like, be able to maybe, like, communicate on their platforms and maybe show the public that they are receiving and they are learning and they're understanding for it. Because I'm sure all of them now are just going to be even afraid to, like – publicly post or anything because they're just gonna like do hate and like I understand the hate but I don't know yeah I just feel like the way things are going it's it's like we're never gonna hear from these people again so we're not really gonna know if they've learned or if they're what is what's happening their communication and like I feel for you T because I know how much you loved her and although like I'm I know we talked about this before but like you weren't really aware about like this stuff that happened Mm-hmm. You loved her and like you really like looked up to her and I feel like this has never happened to me before where like someone I really liked like let me down in this way and like yeah. where you have like weird emotions right now. It's really weird because it's like I'm angry that she did that you know like that is not okay but I'm also just like I'm like why did you do that like what the fuck was going on in your head right but I'm also just like 
damn, like, just when you think she really grew, because, she, mm-hmm. I mean, she started off season one, she literally referred to herself as the devil. Like, she was a horrible person, I will say it. She was. And she grew so much in the last, like, however many years it's been. And then you hear about this, and you see all this, and you're like, what? <laughs> and, yeah. like, I follow her but I'm not if she's not on TV or like her you know I started listening to her podcasts I guess in 2019 so I didn't even hear any of this stuff that had happened like I had to read I just read all about all this the other day and I was like wait this happened like I don't remember hearing about this at all because it wasn't on the show like this was all off season right and then I wasn't listening to her podcast, so I didn't, you know, I didn't know. So it was just like a shock. I was like, what the hell? I know. No, I like, it stinks, like taking it to a whole other level. Like that's like JK Rowling, all the stuff that's happening with her. I'm just like appalled. Like I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm, mm-hmm. And I always was so inspired by her and how her brain could create this world like I just think it's like a talent that is so incredible and it's super 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 disappointing to see what she feels so comfortable just airing out to everyone on Twitter and yeah the way she's been speaking is despicable and it's hurtful and it's like a human rights issue and so it's like upsetting and like I'm not gonna let it ruin like the books for me or the movies or, or that world, like she's not going to take that away from me, but it's just like, it stinks. It's, it's yeah. sad to see her act this way. It's yeah. It's like, you can't unsee it and you can't forget it. Like you're just like, yeah, your view has oh, changed. Wow. Yeah. Like you had one perception of someone and then in like an instant, it's like, wait, you are not who I thought you were. Yeah. And I guess that's the problem with like idolizing famous people and like, putting them on such a pedestal it's like they're not who they portray themselves to be all the time yeah even though Stassi was a bitch all the time so like maybe she did portray herself as she was I don't know yeah no you never yeah maybe she was foreshadowing all this time yeah you never know yeah I just the entertainment culture is crazy um and there's no no second chances, no this and that. But you know what does bother me? And this is so random that I'm bringing this up. I'm just curious why in sports, when a player or a coach, you know, is either using using steroids, is cheating. I'm saying that because producing a doc about the Astros scandal is mm-hmm. cheating. Or there's been some players that are involved in like domestic abuse or rape allegations. Mm-hmm. They get suspended for a year. That's it. That's it. And then they come back. What is that? I don't know. And the, they make so much freaking money. They're one year off, whatever it is. Doesn't even put a dent. I think they still might, I think, get paid. like get a stipend even when they're off because they're technically in contract. Some might. Some might. Some might I, get suspended without pay. I just think it's crazy. Either way. That what you just are given that one year to reflect on you beating up your wife and then you can yeah. come back. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of feel like, you know, if that's how the entertainment culture and, you know, all of that stuff is going to go down, go for it. You know, let's put the – what were you saying before? Putting, like, the heads on spikes or something? Yeah. People want spikes on heads. Heads on spikes. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, hey, sports world, can we maybe get it together? Because – Yeah. Figure it out. 
figure it out because it's really like it's not a good look. No, it's 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's all a money thing, you know. Yeah, it is. That's what the whole world comes down to, honestly. Yeah. Money. So, yeah, I just had a rant about that because I was thinking about that before and it like really bothers me. I was fully here for it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Well, it seems like it is about time for our unfiltered awards, but we have to introduce our special guest. Mm-hmm. Tori, thank you so much for joining us. Tori has a podcast called Ready to be Petty. She is from Canada, and we are so excited to have her be our first guest on our new rebrand, rebrand of our podcast. Tori, how are you? I'm doing well. I am so thrilled to be here. We're so happy. Like we've been like giddy, like ever since like Taylor reached out to you. We've just been like so <laughs> pumped for this. Like it's so cool. <laughs> We're so lame. We are so lame. <laughs> Literally, why? I, like, no, like, I love it. I'll take anything that I can get. Uh, but <laughs> there's no reason to be giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. We already are. Um, so tell us a little about yourself. Um, maybe how you, like, started getting into podcasting. Um, we kind of look up to her because she's been in the game, like, a lot longer than us. So <laughs> She's a role model. Yeah, for sure. You guys are so cute. People are going to be like, oh, like expecting some like hot shot in the podcast. You didn't just be like, oh, like this bitch has like, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) They'll be like, wow, this bitch has like literally like a hundred followers, but more than us. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fine for sure. Um, Yeah, I'm Tori. Like, Alexa said, I was ready to be petty. It is a celebrity gossip, pop culture, reality TV podcast. Um, I started it just because like in high school, podcasts for me weren't big. I'm 27. And a lot of people in high school and like college were like, you should like have your own YouTube like series or like channel. <laughs> that sounds right. fucking insane. Uh, I'm very con like conceited but um I was like okay and then I just like never had the balls to do anything about it and then when podcasting came about I was like audio only I can do that (laughs) right (laughs) and oh yeah ready to be petty was born that's so awesome how did you come up with the name ready to be petty it's actually from a Chrissy Teigen tweet where she just like said something like she was like talking shit about someone and she's like, I'm always ready to be petty. And I was like, this is amazing. So I love it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I used it as like a, like you do a little Google search and nothing had, yeah, mentioned ready to be petty. So yeah, I immediately jumped on that. I love that. That is so awesome. And where in Canada are you from? I live in Victoria, BC, which is on Vancouver Island near Vancouver. Um, and yeah, I live in like a, it's like a pretty small town. Yeah. On the tip of the island. It's pretty south. It's close to Seattle. Um, cool. The little ferry there. And yeah, I like it here. That's awesome. Wow, You're like on the other beautiful. side of like the country from us. It's funny. We're on like both sides. I know. I know. We are literally like. <laughs> direct opposites right now 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, And this is just like, we came up with this idea with you in mind because we wanted to do kind of something fun, something like special for like our first rebrand episode. Episode. Um, So yeah, just to break this down, it's unfiltered awards. And basically it's all based around quarantine, um, what's been going on in quarantine and obviously some celeb and entertainment stuff mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um, we came up with 10 awards and, um, me, my, myself, Taylor and Tori, oh my God, Taylor and Tori, it's like tongue twisting. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to come up with a nomination for each award. And then after, you know, we air this podcast, we're going to have polls on social media where, you know, the public can vote. And then on our next podcast, we will reveal the, the winners. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like award season. The Emmys, like you know, Moira Rose on um, Schitt's Creek when, when they're like, ha- her and Alexis are having lunch and they're like, "What's your favorite season?" And Moira goes, "Awards." That's yeah. what we're doing. We're having award season in the middle of the summer. I love it. <laughs> it's time. We need this. All right, Taylor. Do you want to introduce our first award? I do. I do. So. Number one, best show to binge during quarantine. Tori, since you're our guest, I'm going to let you go first and reveal your nomination. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is so bad. Mine is Drive to Survive. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of that. Okay, it is a Netflix show about Formula One racing, and I probably lost you there. Um, Yep. (laughs) But it is basically like – the Kardashians like version of like yeah Formula One racers like it films them like a reality TV show and all are like fucking so hot and all of the drama is just like it would be on any TV show we like to watch it is so good how have I never heard of this I know I'm so intrigued like, obviously, it has a lot of, like, racing stuff, but, like, I'm actually, like, into it. It's, like, a rich people's sport, and so, like, I've never heard of it. But right. Like, follow, but, like, I love to pretend that I'm, like, part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. They're, like, oh, we're this week, like, next week we're in, like, Abu Dhabi, and, like, I'm just, like, loving it. That is so cool. I want to watch this. Same. Now you've just given me a new show. I'm pumped. Me too. There's two seasons. I'm on like middle of season two. It's very easy to binge. Sweet. I love easy to binge. Great. Love that nomination. Drive to survive. Mm. Um, Okay. I'll go next. Um, No shame at all. I've been watching Love Island nonstop. The British version or the American version? I'm not even going to like talk about the American version because it's just a race. (laughs) the british version um it's had five seasons i think and i'm on the fifth one i've seen all the previous ones um so um do you watch that tori no which is like again surprising because again that is just right up my alley but yeah after i'm finished drive to survive i'm gonna go to love island it's so taylor you would love it it's just so crazy it's like 50 episodes a season and it's just like there's not actual ca- like cameramen. It's just like cameras all around the villa where they are. So it's um, you know, like five single girls, five single guys come in and they 
are, there's a recoupling every few days, but then they keep fluctuating more guys and girls coming into the villa. And every time there's a recouple, like you need to like either pick the same person or a different person and then people get dumped from the island. And then since it's in the UK, the UK can vote for their favorite couple. So sometimes the least favorite couple gets kicked off the island. But it is just like, it's insane. Like, and also like it gives, it's like, I feel I could never be on the show. Cause like you, you know, like a girl meets a guy and like, they're all fine. And like, they're like basically a thing for two weeks. And then a new girl walks in and the guy is like done with her. And he's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this one now. It's crazy. Typical. Yeah. Typical. Um, but I mean, it's, it's we- honestly legendary. It's so freaking good. And it's, it's not scripted at all because it's just like, it's just them hanging out in the villa and it's just going on about it or conversations in the drama. I love it. Yep. So I need to I find that. I need to find Hulu. that. Okay. Right, Taylor. Hulu. So I'm going to say selling sunset on Netflix. Has anyone watched that? Tori, have you watched it? Hey, this is like actually embarrassing. Cause yeah, this is like opposite of my brand. No, but everyone is telling me to watch it. Okay. Okay. So my new thing during quarantine is I want to buy a house. I can't afford a house, but I cannot online shop anymore. So I'm like, I'm just going to look at people's houses. So it's that mixed with like the Hills drama, like that kind of show. I'm pretty sure the same producer or something that did the Hills does this show. And it's, it's, you go, but it's in LA. So like you go into these five million dollar homes overlooking the Hollywood Hills and like the Pacific Ocean and you're in Malibu and like all this insane stuff and you're just like how do people like there's one home that's for sale and there's two seasons it's on Netflix each episode's maybe a half hour or so and it's this real estate group and they have a bunch of women that work there and they are all catty and cause drama but there's one mansion that's it's in season two it's for sale for like $70 $70 million or something ridiculous like that. And it's like, who, who is buying that? It's crazy. It's, and it's just fun to like look and be like, I could never afford that, but I'm going to look at it. Totally. I'm very much into like, I hate that I am like this, but on YouTube, like holes and like that kind of like show off video where people are just like touring their like multi-million dollar house. Like I love it. It's, it's, one of my biggest faults is just looking at other people's homes and being like, wow, someday. What, what I find so funny about the show is my roommate, he's watched the whole thing. So sometimes if I just like came into his room, I would like sit and watch some of it with him. It's like, they'll be at this listing, like Taylor said, and it's like a $50 million house. And then these girls will show up and basically get into like a cat fight in the middle of them, like showing off the listing. And I'm like, girls. <laughs> Literally screaming at each other over, like, who wronged who. And it's like, this is the most unprofessional thing I've ever seen, but I'm also here for it. It's hysterical. It's like, you didn't invite me to your bachelorette party. And then, like, the other girl's like, excuse me, there are real estate agents here. Can we, like, stop arguing? It's so funny. God, oh, I cannot wait. Tori, you have to watch it. Yeah. It's, like, right, like, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Okay, so those are our three nominations. We have Love Island, Selling Sunset, and Drive to Survive. On to award number two. (laughs) Personal favorite. Most (laughs) drank cocktail during quarantine. Okay, I I put white wine, but then I realized, like, I just drink that all the time. Mm -hmm. 
so it's not a quarantine cocktail. But I've been making a lot of sangria lately. Ooh. I love that for you. Me too. It's something mm-hmm. that like it just felt like really springy, summery, like to put a bunch of fruit in wine and some like fizz- <laughs> pop. So that's what I've been doing. And it's like delicious. And I make I've kind of nailed the recipe. So once we're out of quarantine, I'm excited to share it with like people. I will make a picture for myself. hundred <laughs> percent. To share with a people. Can you send us that recipe? Because I love a good sangria recipe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. (laughs) Taylor, what's your nomination? Okay, well, mine was wine, but now I feel lame as well. So (laughs) I'm going to go... I'm going to go with an Aperol spritz. I love a good spritz. It's so easy to make, too, but it tastes fancy. Right. And I feel bougie as fuck being like, yeah, I'm drinking Aperol spritz. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, it just, it's like perfect for like a patio drink, pretending you're in Italy. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, exactly. <laughs> I wish I was in Italy. Maybe not right now, but yeah. When Taylor and I were in Italy last year, we um, had so many spritzes. It was like insane. I was like so peeing it. orange for like a month. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I can't. Uh, like come back to like North America because I had never heard of an Aperol spritz until like maybe a year or two ago and then it's yeah it is also one of my favorite drinks now I think like social media I think like influencers were probably posting the drink and it looks so pretty and then people were like what is this and then when I guess because it is so simple to make that's why it kind Mm -hmm. of like caught on fire and like spread Cause it's not, you know, it's not one those cocktails where you need all these, like, you just really need to buy the Aperol and then you're, you're good. Yeah. Thank you. Influencers. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for in- influencing my life. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it was never work. And then I'm like drinking. It's like. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. They work. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Um, Lex. Okay, so I was one step ahead of y'all because, like, obviously wine initially popped into my mind. But then when I was thinking of, like, what have I been making or drinking more than I ever had before? And it's 100% margaritas. I've perfected my recipe. I mean, it's okay, like – Okay, send that as well. Yeah. It's so – I can tell you right now, but I could text it to you too. It's literally you have two limes. It's the lime juice. It's two shots of tequila. I do like two and a half for good luck. (laughs) Um, And then you do like a little quick splash of triple sec and like a shot of simple syrup. And that's it. Mm, That sounds refreshing. It's so good. And I really feel like it's not that unhealthy because it's like like fresh lime juice and like the simple syrup. That's really the only thing. Um, But it's, it's so good. I'm well, excited to try. I feel like we should all share our recipes. We should. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Mine's like so unique. Like you need to get limes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is literally like, oh, I, I like Fanta for like uh, lemon carbonated water. But like, <laughs> it's like try and, try and try and catch up people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so our three nominations are margarita, Aperol spritz, and sangria for most drink cocktail during quarantine. 
Okay, number three. I love this one. <laughs> um, so like, what was your quarantine anthem? So like your most played, most relatable song during quarantine? Mine is Watermelon Sugar. <laughs> I love that song. My sister's obsessed with that song. I love it so much. And I feel like it came out like right when we were quarantining. Um, I would like the only thing I could do is go on a walk or drive to the beach and sit in my car. And that song was like perfect for that. <laughs> Did you see the music video? Song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I got like a little like hot. I was like sweating. I'm like, I never thought like eating a watermelon was so freaking sensual. I know. Because <laughs> I'm like embarrassed. I like, <laughs> that music video like means to me. <laughs> right? Ugh, love Harry. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a really good one. So mine is um, Say So by Joja Cat. And um, the people that listen to our podcast know that I'm – an avid TikToker. I mm-hmm. do upload some TikToks. I'm not, I haven't really like hit off yet. I still can't quit my Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. I feel, I don't even know what my username is. I'm like, I think it's like Alexa Bergs or something. Um, but yeah, I started, I found the song on there and obviously I learned the dance, but I just like love that song. And then when Nicki Minaj did like a remix um, version of it, I memorized all of her lyrics um but it's like such like it's like actually like a bop like when you're listening to it like I just can't help but like groove um so that's just kind of been a song I've definitely had on repeat in like quarantine I love it I never learned the dances because like I can't (laughs) you can everyone can I know I know but like like I know like the gist but yeah that's a really good one yeah it's a fun one Mm-hmm. So okay, mine, I'm a big, I'm country. Like all I listen to is country music. So mine would have to be Drinking Problem by Midland because oh. if I don't come out of quarantine with the drinking problem, I don't think anything else will give <laughs> me a drinking problem. I've drank so much during quarantine, but what are you going to do? I've Nothing. never heard of it, but I'm going to listen to it right after we record this. If you like country, You'll like it. If you don't like country, don't waste your time. Like, I honestly think she'll still like it, though, because the lyrics are so, like, relatable and fun. Yeah. True. Yeah, I'm not against it. Like, I know there's, like, people that are, like, so against country music and stuff like that. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> we knew you okay, liked it. Okay, and I highly, I highly recommend. Yeah, I knew I liked you. Taylor, so like, I in love. <laughs> BFFs. Awesome. These are all three awesome picks. So we have Say So, Drinking Problem, and Watermelon Sugar. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On to our number four. We have – this one makes me sad. Most me missed social activity. Yeah, I'm actually, like, getting emotional. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, like, tear up. Um, I can get right into mine. Mine's, like, going out to dinner. Like – Taylor and I used to like, we love this restaurant in Red Bank, New Jersey called Pazzo. Um, and we would like try and make this like a monthly thing or like twice a month, especially when I still lived in Jersey. But like, we would like go and we'd go on wine down Wednesdays and we would get pizza, pasta and a bottle of wine. And we would literally spend hours there. 
And I just think that in general, like either going with my family or my boyfriend, it's just like, it's really, I like food. Like I'm, I'm a foodie. So it's really nice to like go somewhere and like sit down and thoroughly enjoy your meal. And I feel like now I'm eating because like I need to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really get that. That was, that was one thing that was like really high on my list too, when I was thinking about this. And um, I actually recently went to a restaurant where you could sit down because <sighs> I live, cause I live on an Island. Um, we haven't had any new COVID cases in like over three weeks, maybe even oh, a month. Awesome. So we're like slowly reopening and I met up for, with a friend for a drink in a restaurant and we were like, we were like absolutely shook. Like we, we were like, <laughs> Beatrice was like, you need to like chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's so funny. Coming to like get our like drink order and stuff. And we were talking so much that we just like kept forgetting to look at the menu just because we were so thrilled to be outside of the house. Oh, <laughs> it was cute. But yeah, I really miss, yeah, the experience of going out for Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Literally, like thoroughly. Literally, though. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I can't. Like, it's not every restaurant, and there's still very low capacity and stuff like that. Like, most is still just takeout, but it was a highlight of my like three months or whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. So, what do you miss most? I would say hot yoga. Mm. Oh, I love hot yoga. Same. Yeah. My studio reopens, I think, on, like, June 22nd or something, and I'm counting down the days. I am so excited. I'll still do, like, videos, like, at home, like, kind of, like, <laughs> you know, here yeah. in the heat and the community and just, like, a taught practice is just so much better. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So fun, quick story about hot yoga. Lex and I, we wanted to get into it. There's like a place, a studio right across the street from me. Basically, it's super close to me. And we were like, all right, let's do it. Like, let's try it. Like, we want to get into this. The night before, we decided to go to a bar or two. And we were so hung over. I think hell would actually be being hung over during hot yoga because we were profusely sweating but it we reeked of alcohol like people mm. could not be near us they go they said in the beginning of the class be in child's pose for a bit if it's too much for you we spent most of the class in child's pose because i thought i was going to throw up i'm not kidding you i saw jesus like i was so unwell i was like and i was like how fucking long is this and i was just like and like we want we were so excited to go like i don't know what's wrong with us we always do, we literally always do this just like when we we're in like yeah. montenegro and we got blackout at 5 a.m. and then we hiked a mountain when it was 110 degrees <laughs> some would say we like to self sabotage and i would agree i but, know cuz like it can be hard on like a good day i can oh yeah like you have to be fucking hydrated i cannot yeah imagine being hungover and going. Couldn't be more dehydrated that day. <laughs> I, I think at the end when like you get to lay and do the full body stretch, I fell asleep. I, was, <laughs> I can't, I can't go on. Leave me here to die. This is it. Bury me. Oh my God. But yeah, I am a fan of hot yoga, but yeah, that I always yeah. remember that. We did that to ourselves. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. 
That's so exciting though. I'm so happy that you're, um, you're, uh, what am I trying to say? You get to go back. Yeah. Business is opening up. Yeah. I'm so excited. All right, TT. What do you miss? Um, so mine, so like one of my favorite things is like going to the bar and just sitting at the bar, getting a drink and like hanging out with like whoever you're with and like making small talk with the bartender and just kind of like having a night there. And I cannot wait for that. Totally. Like oh, maybe an outside bar or something. I, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. It's weird how I like miss small talk where if you asked me four months ago, I'd be like, if anyone talked to me, like, like fucking die. And now everyone talked to me. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I hate going to the bar and seeing like the 21 year olds. I'm like, okay, like calm down, shut up. Now I'm like, give me, I'll go to any 21 bar. Just let me go. I will literally, I'll do a TikTok dance with them. I don't give a fuck. Like, let me be with the 21 year old. Plus, where they just have to put Sharpie on their hands. I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. I'll go to Chuck E. Cheese's. Well, maybe not. But I don't know. Maybe. Honestly. (laughs) These are all good. Um, This is going to be a hard category. So we have going out to dinner, sitting at a bar, having a drink or 12, and hot yoga. Mm hmm. All right, this next one. Number five. Yeah, here we go. Worst quarantine habit. Oh my God, I don't even know. We're all like, "Eh." (laughs) mine is for sure not going to win because it is probably only something that I'm doing. But remember when people like panic bought a bunch of shit at the beginning of quarantine? Yeah. I panic bought. Uh, marshmallows and rice crispy like cereal. I okay. just by <laughs> panic bot. How many are we talking here? Right. Like I've made rice crispy squares like probably once a week. <laughs> Started. I don't know what it is. If I just wanted something like nostalgic, but that first time I went to the grocery store. I fucking bought so much rice crispy squares. <laughs> that is so funny. So like everyone else was baking banana bread and Tori was making rice crispy squares. I was like, I I haven't eaten a rice crispy square in like 15 years. And like I don't even like them that much, but now I've literally eaten them. Like- now you do. <laughs> the first day I like ate like the entire thing in like one sitting. And now I've had one, like I made, I had to make one like this weekend. And then like, I just like, it's still sitting on my counter just because it's oh like, my but God. that's what's dangerous. Cause you can just then keep nibbling at it. Right. They are dangerous. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that, that's been my worst habit for sure. Now I want one. I know. I kind of love that. Yeah. Um, it's been bad. Well, mine's like not as cute as yours. Um, my worst quarantine habit is that I've just been like wearing the same clothes more than I should. And I like, you know, like like, in a row for sure. Yeah. Like say, let's just give an example may or may not be true. I go to bed, I wake up, I go to central park to do a run in the same outfit I slept in. Then I get home, you know, make some breakfast, start working in that same outfit 
Right. This is just an example, though. It has nothing to do with reality. Um, that is, um, that is actually what happened today. So, okay. I changed for the podcast. Thank you. I love that. Thank You're you. Welcome. But yeah, that's my. That's it. No shame. I. You should have seen me when I showed up at work on Zoom the first day. Like I was in like full hair and makeup. Yeah. With cute sweater. I was probably wearing like yoga pants or whatever. But, and now. I literally show up puffy, sleep face, my hair in this greasy like bun that I've got going on. No, I have no <laughs> buns. <laughs> just That's like- fine. Yeah. <laughs> they should be lucky we're even showing up at this point. So mm. I just, you know, like that's my effort, even just clicking onto the Zoom meeting. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm living in sweatpants, so no shame in our game. What are jeans? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is anymore. Is that a drink? The sad thing is I'm probably going to have to buy all new jeans because I don't think I fit into mine anymore. Same. Honestly, I haven't put on I feel the, that. the waistband. <laughs> like, Month. I think it's not even – yeah, it's not even that it's, like, not really going to fit me, but, like, they're going to be so uncomfortable because I'm so used to wearing, like, stretchy. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, why is this suffocating me? <laughs> like, they're not sweatpants, Alexa. <laughs> Get it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Taylor. So mine, mine's really disgusting, but I definitely have not been showering as often as necessary. That's fine. We're, I, yeah. I can attest to my. I probably wash my hair like honestly once a week. I shower and do like a quick bod rinse, but I, I am not washing my hair as often as I should be. What's the point? I don't know. Literally. I don't know. Today I like went swimming in a pool and I'm like, should I wash my hair? Like, what am I doing tomorrow? It looks fine. Thank you. Oh, can't tell. Thank you. I can smell it though. So like. Oh, I can't. I'm not, it's green. Right. So <laughs> there's like sunscreen there too. It's just, I, I think it's, it's time. I feel like a lot of people are, are like, I mean, you and I, we've always kind of not washed our hair a lot because we just don't need to. But I feel yeah. like in quarantine, like my roommate, he usually showers every morning and I've seen him go two days and I'm like, <laughs> he's oh. like, don't even start. You're on like day five. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I like showers are the first thing to go for me. So embrace it. Yeah. Live. <laughs> You're saving water. Right. I'm saving the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can look at it that way for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So our three nominees are wearing the same clothes, not sharing as often as necessary, and hoarding Rice Krispie squares and marshmallows. We killed it. I, if some, I think we did. Like, if someone actually is respond, like, responds and is like, oh, that's something that I've also done, I'll feel so seen. That'll be your soulmate, <laughs> I think. Right? You're yeah. like, that's that's for you're my person. Yeah. Seriously. <gasps> maybe maybe <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Literally. Um, all right. On to our next award. Uh it's a fun one. Biggest celebrity scandal that broke during quarantine. Um We've talked about this so much, so I'm just going to, like, say mine already. Call her daddy drama. Done. Yeah. That's 
the biggest one I honestly feel so yeah I'm in agreement I think that like we talked about this pre-podcast but everybody no matter if you are a listener or not was tuning in to that scandal Mm -hmm. yeah Taylor can attest to that like she really didn't fully know who they were and now she's like hooked yeah I'm like go Alex team Alex (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think that drama was I mean it it's pretty recent too so I guess it's like fresh in my mind but I don't really recall honestly even pre-quarantine being so glued to my phone on social media and like waiting for updates and stuff like I really don't remember something like that breaking because it just was like so crazy and like the Mm -hmm. story was so like I guess like we didn't really see it coming and it still does depress me because I I like hate to see like that they were literally best friends like they remind me of Taylor and I so it, it really does make me sad and like I'm so fucking creepy but like I go on their social media and like even their most recent posts it's like pictures of them like out on the bar like a happy birthday post to one of them and saying like you're my best friend forever and I'm just like sucks yeah I feel that I I was getting text messages from friends being like oh Alex just dropped a YouTube video or like did you just see like um Sophia took color daddy out of her bio like it was huge but yeah it is also a set like I don't I think it's a lose-lose situation, to be honest. Like, yeah. with mm-hmm. the ship and, like, Barstool lost, like, because I, I hope Alex succeeds, but the magic really was their friendship. The two of them. Yeah, their relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It was a lose-lose situation. Agreed. Sucks all mm-hmm. around. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully someone's is – happier than mine no Um, Tori you go I we just talked about this um at length but mine was the Leah Michelle scandal because Mm. it's also recent so maybe recency bias but um like we talked about so many people chimed in um, to agree with the initial claims that she was being bitchy on set. So it really blew up. And yeah, it's yeah. news as of like today. So yeah, I think yeah. it's a big one too, because so many co-stars came out. It's not just like she was feuding with one girl. It's like all of a sudden, like, and like everyone, Amber Riley, like they were like, main leads season regulars together like you would at least thought you know like they were ride or die or something so it really is was very shocking to see so many people come out and just be like yeah she fucking sucks yeah and I think that the other thing that like stoked the fire was that the people that responded just posted like shady gifts so everyone was like oh my god what does this mean right yeah. So everyone was just like glued to their, yeah, Twitter timeline. Yeah. So true. I, f- I love Twitter though. Me too. Me too. Favorite pastime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Taylor, what's yours? So mine's, I guess it's not really a scandal. It's just kind of like news. Um, I don't even know if it broke during quarantine, to be honest, because quarantine's been so long. So, like, I forget. But Gigi Hadid is pregnant. Who doesn't love a good baby story? Right? That's a good one. 
That's actually a really good one. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'm like so happy for them. It's like good for them. I don't think anyone saw it coming either because they were so back and forth Mm -hmm. in their relationship, especially for what it was being showed publicly. Like, I mean, I think they were a little private, but it seemed like from the public eye that they were rocky Yeah, to see that, you know, they're having a baby, but obviously we don't really know what's going on with them. Right. Totally. Yeah. I really like them together. I think like I was sad when they like initially broke up. Did she date Joe Jonas in between dating Zane like twice? There's like rumors. I mean, I know she dated Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I think there I, were rumors of them being seen together, but I don't, I don't really know. Pre-Zane. I can't even remember, but I really like them together. And that's like really yeah. And she looks really cute pregnant. Yeah, I'm so happy about it, to be honest. And Sophia Turner's pregnant since we're talking about pregnant people and Joe Jonas. So, like, I don't know. All the pregnancies, that's a happy scandal. I am so here for it. Love the happy scandal. hmm <laughs> Love that. Okay, those are three really good ones. We have Call Her Daddy drama, Pregnant Gigi Hadid, and the Leah Michelle scandal. Okay, so I guess now we can get into a little more of, like, actual quarantine topics but best celebrity to be quarantined with tori i said the tegan and legend household oh that would be fun so seeing a pattern you like chris you're a big chrissy tegan fan yes i'm a huge chrissy fan like there's some things i feel like are like a tad annoying, but like that's like every celebrity or like of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm a big Chrissy Teigen fan. Yeah, not just the podcast namesake, but um, I think she's like such a good mom, and I think John is like such a good dad. Um, they've been baking and cooking and camping and having tea parties and dressing up and swimming, and I think they took a, a few days at the beach at their beach house or whatever and it just looks like so much fun oh so fun love that yeah their house looks gorgeous too yeah nice so nice that's a good one Um, yeah i like that mine's a little left field because i don't really talk about being a fan of hers a lot but i don't know why when i was thinking of this award she just instantly popped into my mind chelsea handler is one of the funniest people I've ever seen. And um, I guess what, especially like, maybe I like looked a little too into this question, but like, I've been like bored a lot in quarantine and I'm, I'm definitely a, like a, a person that likes to like, I'm a busy bee. So it's been like rough for me to like sit home a lot, but Chelsea Handler has like this like YouTube series. I think it's called like best of Chelsea or something like that. And she just does like a bunch of like crazy fun stuff with her friends at her home. Like, one time they got really, really high and had to do like a spelling bee in the pool. And it's hysterical. Like they can't spell like the simplest of words. Um, <laughs> and then like sometimes like, and they'll just like get drunk and have a dinner party. And I just feel like if I had to be stuck in a house with someone, like she'd be so much fun. Cause like, she just is like, is kind of wild and crazy. So I think she would like keep things interesting. That's a really good pick. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thanks her house also looks really nice yeah and she's the cutest dogs 
Yeah. Anywhere with a pool, like I would mm-hmm. be happy to quarantine with, to be honest. Totally. Same. Yeah. I th- I've said, I think many times, like if I had a pool, you wouldn't hear me complain about this quarantine. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Last but not least, Taylor, who is your celeb? Um, so he's like a fan favorite of mine, but mine would definitely be Kenny Chesney. Um, he's again, a country singer because I am obsessed, but he also has like a house down in the, um, U S Virgin islands on St. John. And I just feel like if I were to be quarantined anywhere, it would be on an Island in the middle of the Caribbean with like, yeah, just like drinking margaritas and like boat hopping and like snorkeling with the turtles and just like hanging out I think that's the most me ever so I want to google that so bad right now but I'll refrain (laughs) (laughs) sorry sneezing um I think I'm gonna vote for yours like that just sounds like heaven (laughs) honestly right and then like he has a private jet so and and he has a boat so like if the islands get bad he just kind of like We'll hop Ips. around and like hang on the boat for a couple days and quarantine on the boat. And it's like, who doesn't want to be quarantined on a yacht? Yeah, sign me up. Twist my arm. Sign me up. That's the dream. Literally. That's so awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So our best celebrity to be quarantined with nominees are Chelsea Handler, Kenny Chesney, and the Tegan Legend household. Love it. Love it. Okay, so now we're going to the opposite side. Worst celebrity to be quarantined with. Oh my god. I I chose Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Ooh. There. <laughs> like straight up divorced during quarantine. So I'm assuming yes. that their house was not a lot of fun prior or after. No. They also took this like weird stint where they were like in the Bahamas or something for like three weeks, but like this was like days before their divorce. So yeah, just not good yeah. <laughs> at all. I can uh, agree with that. That was so strange that they were in the Bahamas and then like literally three days later, it was like, we're getting divorced. It was like, you just were in, you just were on vacation for like three weeks. Totally. So what's there to like argue about but yeah Literally. it was a lot apparently yeah wow well, yeah that's one all. I would not want to be in a house with them Mm-mm. T what's yours so there's this show on TLC and it's called Outdaughtered and they have like six young children and I just feel like being quarantined with that many children I couldn't I couldn't do it. Are they all? I would, yes, they're all all daughters, and they're all like super young too. They're not. I'm not. I I am not great with children. I can't really understand when they talk to me, and like, I just it's sometimes we just don't really get along well, and it's my fault. But I just can't imagine having six toddlers running around. You having to entertain six children from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed every day. No, thanks. That's a lot. Yeah, that's exhausting. Yeah. Never heard of the show, but I'm very excited to to tune in. Yeah, me either. But I'm, yeah, it sounds chaotic, which, you know. TLC is a great channel. Yeah, TLC has 
the most epic TV shows, and I highly recommend it for everyone in America to watch. Um, okay. Um, I'm proud of mine because of how horrendous she is. And I'm also just, just in case she's listening, like I don't really consider you a celebrity, but um, Jessica from Love is Blind. She was horrible. Did you watch Love is Blind, Tori? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a great pick. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She terrifies me. <laughs> she's the worst. She's I, the wor- Mark is only 24. Shut up. And it's, Shut up. I just feel like whoever if she's dating someone now or or whoever she's quarantined with like i'm sorry like i'm gonna do a wellness check because i can't imagine like she's like so miserable and like always has like so much to say i just like i feel like she would be a bad person to be with during these times like she wouldn't be able to like look on the bright side Mm. yeah that's a good one and i feel like she would listen to this and be like, they called me a celebrity. Like that. Was- <laughs> That's what she took from it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like, fine. I'll give you that title, but it's like not really a good reason to be given that title. Completely. Right. The only positive about her would be like, she would easily be able to like drink you under the table. <laughs> she- Absolutely. She would be like a good drinking buddy. Yeah. That's a good point. For sure. All right, cool. So our three nominees for worst celebrity to be quarantined with is non-celeb Jessica from Love Blind. Um, the show, the people on the show called, I'm oh, sorry, the people on the show Outdaughtered, which is on TLC. And then we have Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler's house. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. Number nine. Yes. Most dramatic celebrity breakup during quarantine. There were a lot. Mm-hmm. There were. Yeah, there were a lot. I, since I had picked Kristen and Jay for were celebrity to be quarantined with, I didn't think I could do them again. Um, because it is, it was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I, Lily Reinhardt and Cool Sprouse. I was going to pick them. Yeah. Okay, that's good because I was like, I don't know if this like super – because I wouldn't say it's dramatic in the terms of there was like a big falling out, but I just feel like they were the type of relationship that was like always in the news and the press and like again was like really like on and off. So for them to be like legit off, I was, yeah, surprised. I have some quarantine that I just saw today about this situation. So people have no lives. And just noticed that Cole randomly followed Selena Gomez on Instagram today. And he does not follow a lot of people. I'm talking like under 100 or something. I'm just That's saying. interesting. A little sus. That's insane. Like both ex-Disney stars. That is good tea. I would shit that so hard. I, I, I like them together. Right. Like I yeah. love Lily. And so like I wouldn't want to like – you know, support something that brings her pain, but I could kind of see it. Me too. Cause I like, I actually like really like the Sprouse brothers. <laughs> they seem, mm-hmm. Like just hearing about their like time at NYU and like how I think like Dylan was like a host at like a restaurant and stuff like that. I, I just met Dylan. Did you did, was he nice? Yeah. So he has a meadery in Brooklyn. 
Um, and that's basically like a winery, except like you make wine, the wine with like honey. Um, and I went like two, three years ago and he basically gave me and the person and like my friend that I was with the, like the tasting. And he explained the different mead that we were drinking the whole time. I'm like, of course, like hyperventilating and I buy a bottle, even though I didn't really want to just because I was like, I have to support him. And I wanted to ask for a picture so badly, but I was like, I don't want to be that girl. Like this is his, like his business. And of course, as soon as we're walking out, some bitch is like, can I have a picture? And he's like, sure. I'm like, damn it. Like so about it. Oh, that really sucks. Yeah. yeah he was super I, nice. That's good. I like when you hear those stories of celebs being really nice and I don't know, just like they're like tweets are funny. Um, it seems like they're like activists and like, I don't know. I just actually like really like them. Yeah. I think for, for Disney stars, they definitely have um, their heads screwed on. Right. Totally. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, a hot take. Like, I don't know if they're, like, beloved. I know. They're beloved by me. Yeah, me too. Me three. <laughs> that's all that matters. That's a good breakup, though. Yeah, I was sad to see that. But TBD with the Selena Gomez stuff. I love that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know if mine happened in quarantine. I think it happened right before, like, in February. But it's so upsetting that I don't even care. I think it fits. Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler was such like a shock because they were dating for like nine years. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were like, yeah, going to get married and be together forever. So I was, I was really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. As well. I thought they fit really well with each other. So I was kind of just like, what happened? Like, and I know it's none of my business, but like, what did happen? Like, I feel like right. I deserved an explanation, um, mm-hmm. and I never got one. I'm just like, I don't really know, like, whose side am I taking here? Did someone cheat? Like, who? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wish I I had more information, but they've always, especially him, like, he's super private. So I guess yeah. we'll never know. Yeah, it is weird though that like in this day and age, like nothing has really come out about that because I feel like. There's always, like, at least, like, a rumor that's, like, mm-hmm. true, but I haven't heard one thing about why they broke up. I guess it could also just be, like, they grew apart. But yeah. Like, yeah. But like, cheating, like, lying, deception. I just think <laughs> after nine years, it's, like, something would have to be dramatic because, you know, like, why did you last so long to then just, like, but I mean, they could have had issues and struggled with stuff and obviously we wouldn't know about it and maybe it just got too much. True. Yeah, you never know what happens behind closed doors. Yeah, but I'm just I'm upset about that. They just were they were really cute. Mm-hmm. I feel oh. that. Love is dead. <laughs> well, mine's for like Bachelor Nation, but it's Cassie and Colton. Ugh, yeah. I, I am so upset about it. I like I, I I honestly thought they were going to make it. I don't know. I felt I had such good vibes. I was like, okay, they might be one of the Bachelor couples that gets engaged and gets married and has the kids. And then I like saw a couple weeks ago they broke up and I was like, what the fuck? All my dreams are crushed. Love is dead. Yeah. It was horrible. Since they had such a rough start to their relationship, 
once mm-hmm. they like got going, I was like, honestly, like I'm here for it. And then just as soon as I started to like forget about them, we're like, they broke up. Like mm-hmm. you almost want to be one of those bachelor couples that people forget about because you're just so like tried and true and not dramatic yeah. like that. But yeah, I, w- I was, I was really surprised or yeah. I guess they had such a rocky start that I wasn't surprised in that sense, but it just seemed like they had just quarantined together and he had like just got through COVID and stuff. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Feel like-, like he had COVID at her house. Yeah. I, I feel like usually with the bachelor people, like if they can make it basically past like six months almost, you're like, okay, like you're gonna, I feel like it's mm-hmm. like, the, you know, like, I mean, don't even talk about freaking Pete. It was like a day then they broke up. But like I I thought they went past the hump and I and were like, oh, okay. Like they're then like pretty smooth sailing from here. Like they obviously have like established a strong relationship, but alas. Guess not. No. Yeah, that was my thoughts exactly. Yeah, I was sad. I was sad. I'm not going to lie. It's new. <laughs> it's still new information. You're grieving. I, I am. It's like a a fresh wound yeah i wonder who they'll date next will it be in bachelor nation or or Mm -hmm. yeah weren't you guys saying who said that you could see colton dating madison yeah a friend brought that up to me um i didn't i can't take credit for that but i really see maddie and yeah colton getting together just like their values seem to line up Mm-hmm. And Cole and Selena can, because Maddie and Selena are friends. Cole and Selena can go on a double date with Colton and Maddie. Perfect. Should we DM them all and just be like, "Yo, this is what you guys are doing. Figure I, it out, make it work." But this is what you're doing. I literally said that. I'm like, should I at them? Like, <laughs> just in case they're not picking it up, just be like, "You need to do this." It could work. It could work. could work. Don't hate it. <laughs> all right. So those were all very sad and depressing. So we have Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler, Cassie and Colton from The Bachelor, and then Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse as the mm-hmm. most dramatic celeb breakup. All right. Last but not least, we have – its category is for me – most overplayed TikTok dance. Um, do you want to go first since it's like for you? Sure. Um, Savage, <laughs> obviously. Oh. Um, I like, honestly, like it was, I saw like the trend going on for a while and I was honestly a little ner- too nervous to learn it. So I learned it very late in the game where like it was kind of already passed, but I just felt like I didn't want to die with any regrets. And I think I would have regretted not learning it. Um, and now that I learned it, like you can ask like my family, like my boyfriend, like I do that shit everywhere. I don't even need the music playing. I just do it. You're one of those. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I'm proud of it. <laughs> Tori. That's a good one. Um, I picked the Kesha one. The cannibal one, like the I'll eat you, uh, that one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I just feel like once I saw it once, I saw it three million times. Mm -hmm. 
everyone that's ever existed. Yeah, I yeah. actually didn't learn that one. But yeah, that one was like pretty interesting. What I also thought was I felt like it was like not that Savage isn't sexual, but I felt like that dance was like pretty sexual. And whenever I would see like 14-year-olds do it, I got uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. For, <laughs> with like the lyrics and stuff, you're just yeah. like, do <laughs> like go off. I was like, oh my God, no, wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, but that is a good one. That one was really popular. Okay, T, what's yours? Um, so my, I actually don't know the name of it, but like my sister is like a, she's younger than me. She's a Gen Zer, so she's like super into TikTok. And it's that one by the weekend. And it's oh, like, blinding da, light. Da, da, da. Yes. That's so a- we actually, I actually did learn that dance. Um, there is video footage of me doing I've it. I've seen it. It's horrific because <laughs> it's me, my brother, and my sister, and like it was day three of quarantine. I was in the same pajamas from day one. So it's so it funny because her brother Ryan is like a minute off the rest of them. Like he's like they put their hands up, and then as soon as their hands go down, this is like <laughs> that so is funny. Um, that is a good one. But yeah, that one was fun. I also just love that song in general. I love the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good choice. Very mm. good choice. All right. So for most overplayed TikTok dance, we have Savage, Blinding Light Weekend, and the Kesha Cannibal one. Okay. So this um, wraps up our nominee ceremony for the Unfiltered Awards. I think we have some pretty solid nominees. It's going to be a tight race. I know. I think so, too. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what the public says, especially about the Rice Krispies squares. I like all of a sudden got so conscious about that. <laughs> I'm so happy you were honest about it. And like, who knows? Maybe you'll really find some people that agree with you because, I mean, quarantine has really made people do stuff they never really thought they would. True. Thank you so much, Tori. And um, if you don't mind, please tell our audience, you know, how we can find you on social media and how we can find your podcast. Yeah, totally. You can follow me at RTBP podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can find the podcast wherever podcasts are found. Um, It's called Ready to be Petty. Ah, Love it. And we'll make sure when we drop this episode, um, to tag her in our post as well. So you oh, just yeah. a simple click away. Absolutely. Dope. Well, thank you so much, Tori. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So this about wraps up um, our first rebrand episode. How many times have I said rebrand? <laughs> The limit does not exist. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So make sure, um, you guys, when we post all the nominee options on our Instagram and Twitter, that you vote for which one you want to win. Because next week, we'll have Tori back on and we will announce the winners. Yeah. It's going to be so exciting. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited to see what, like, other – because, like, some of my even options I don't even want. I don't even think they should like win for every one. So I'm just like, I wonder if people agree with me. I know. Like I hope my showering one doesn't win because that just means America's dirty. But also then like people relate. Right. That's true. You know. Um, yeah. But 
make sure you subscribe to Uncorked and Unfiltered on Spotify, Apple, Apple, I said Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> and any other platform that you're listening on. Um, and we have an Instagram now, and that is Uncorked underscore Unfiltered. And then our Twitter has been changed to Uncork underscore podcast. That's a lot of uncorking. I know, but don't, we're going to post, I mean, if you've been following us on Twitter already, like it's the same Twitter. So we're going to yeah. post also um, our Instagram on there so that you can find it. Yes. So I exciting. Guess, yeah. I guess that's about it, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are excited to get going on our next chapter of the podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink wine. <laughs>